All right, anybody else having challenges with, with family intruding when you're trying to work? Um, I, this is probably the sixth time I've tried to record this podcast, and I've had children screaming and coming in the office and all kinds of fun stuff. So seventh time's a charm, right? <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to share a um, an example of a situation we had with eligibility problems back when we were doing billing and how we needed some sort of not traditional data in order to be able to solve the problem. Um, so <clears throat> we're billing for a pretty large provider. Um, and we, in our agreement with them, we had distinguished between who was going to do what services and they were contractually obligated to be doing eligibility verification. And we'd done eligibility verification for some of the clients, but they said they were doing it. Um, and we were getting a ton of denials where <clears throat> the patients uh, were the insurance had termed, uh, or it was incorrect insurance, whatever it might be. And <clears throat> so it, it was very clear that they weren't doing it. Um, and it happened to be that this large volume, volume was for, uh, Minnesota state Medicaid patients and Medicaid MCOs. And, you know, this was a referral based provider like radiology, anesthesia, laboratory emergency, where, you basically don't get to turn the patient away if you check eligibility ahead of time. You're really checking eligibility in order to get as many of them paid as possible because you're basically taking whatever comes to you and trying to get them paid and then cleaning up sort of the mess after the fact. But eligibility is an important part of that because <clears throat> if you don't check it, you're going to submit the claim, you're not going to get it done, you're going to miss timely filing limits and so on, and, and then you're not going to be able to clean it through. You'll never get those claims paid um, because you couldn't follow up. Um, and so it is possible to go back to the ordering physician or provider and get that information frequently or to sort of chase it down yourself. Um, in this case, it was clear that the provider was not doing it because we found so many problems. And, you know, we ran the data, we showed it to them. It was obvious they weren't doing eligibility checking. We came back to them and said, hey, <clears throat> your team's not doing eligibility checking because there's just a sea of these things. It's a massive amount. And they assured us, no, they were doing it. Um, we said, okay, well, then it's probably that they're not doing it right or something like that. And they went away, came back to know they're doing it and so on and confirmed. Said, okay, we'll wait and see. Time passes, still the problem. You know, it takes another month or two to sort of collect more data, see if they solve the problem. Nope, problem isn't solved. So went back and said, okay, it's clear they're not doing it right. Can we provide them some training and some documentation or write up on how to do eligibility checking correctly for Minnesota Medicaid? Because you have to do it through a browser. You can't really do it through, you know, the standard systems. So we did this giant write-up for them and trained their people. <clears throat> and again, month or two passes, collecting more data, still the problem, haven't solved it. We go back and say, and of course the client's getting upset saying, you know, we're not doing our jobs because there's so many claims that aren't getting paid. And we keep showing them the data saying, hey, your people are not doing their job correctly. There's a lot of finger pointing going on. You know, everybody's upset, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and we told them they got to solve the problem. They got to fix it. And of course, at this point, we're saying, well, we don't know what's going on because they're telling us they're doing it and it's clear they're not doing it. So at this point, the, the client is so upset um, and we're having so many problems and finger pointing and all that kind of stuff. And we're just getting hammered with all the work on the back end uh, that we decided to do eligibility checking on all of this class of claims ourselves. Um, the, the cost of it, obviously there was a cost, um, but we figured it was better than the cost of fixing all the problems that, you know, the broken claims on the back end after the fact. 
Plus the client was really irate and not particularly rational um, and we needed to get them off our backs and solve the problem. And we figured once we cleaned it up and we sort of show them, hey, now that we've taken it over and we've done it ourselves and you can see a dramatic improvement in the data and claims payment, all that kind of stuff. We go back to them and say, hey, now you got to pay us to do it, you know, because your team wasn't doing it. Um, so we took it over. Fast forward, you know, another month or two or something like that where we have done this and we've submitted the claims and now we're collecting some data and we see denials just keep on coming for the same problems, right? It didn't work. And so <clears throat> we had some questions internally, like, is our team incompetent? Are they not doing their jobs and doing what they're supposed to be? And, you know, we scrutinized our eligibility checking group and they swore they're doing it correctly. And, you know, I even got involved in the process. And at this point, we're going on like six or eight months of massive pain at this point, because every time you sort of think you've changed something, you have to wait a month or two to collect some data um, to see whether or not it's actually affected some change, because um, it's not instantaneous, especially since a lot of these payers pay on a slow cycle. They don't pay in three weeks. They pay in six weeks or eight weeks or something like that. And, you know, if you contact them after four weeks, um, having submitted the claim, not only is it not paid, but they don't even say that they've got the claim on file. I mean, they will just say like, you know, we don't know what you're talking about. Like you gotta, you have to wait oftentimes a month for you to say they've received the claim, much less whether or not it's been adjudicated successful or not. So we're six or eight months in, there's still tons of pain, clients are rates. So we started looking more closely at the data and we tried to implement a process. We started collecting more data because we started to see strangely some of the claims that we were rebilling, you know, again, we were in the snafu for for a horrendous amount of time, but some of these claims that were now six, eight months old, we were rebilling and they were getting paid, right? Um, and so we didn't really understand why. We started collecting some more data in terms of, we obviously had data service already, but we started collecting things like the eligibility date that we checked it on, um, had, you know, going through our notes and sort of those date fields or those uh, text fields, find out when we'd gone back and resubmitted the claim. We had resubmit dates that were discrete in the system, but when we'd actually checked eligibility, had we checked it a second or third time, you know, what information was derived in that, when did it change, and so on. <clears throat> Uh, what patient coverage dates were listed, when it was changed, was it going back, stuff like that. And what we basically saw was when we got them paid much later, six months later or something like that, um, we saw that the we checked eligibility a few days after the data service. It showed one insurance and it didn't get paid. That was obviously incorrect. Then six months later, we showed a different insurance, but the actual eligibility date for the patient was retroactive back like six months to that date or nine months or something, <clears throat> right? And we saw that pattern then in the data. Um, and so anything that was Medicaid or Medicaid MCOs um, for those massive percentage denials, something in the three, six months later, the eligibility started working better. And we're like, wait, what? How? I don't, we don't understand why eligibility is working now. And But of course, the new ones still weren't getting paid. So it wasn't that something had suddenly shifted. There was a time lapse going on that we were trying to figure out. And so what it turned out was uh, we saw basically after about three months, um, about 50% of the ones that had showed termed or incorrect insurance were now showing the correct eligibility and getting paid. And we had sort of a random distribution of when we were checking eligibility because we hadn't implemented a, a, a new process for this. We just, every time a denial came back, somebody would do something about it. Um, but that gave us a nice smooth, you know, amount of data um, spread out over time. 
And it turned out that the online system was three to six months behind. So there was a massive amount of turnover where a patient was dropped by one managed care provider or something like that, or switched to Medicaid, straight Medicaid and back and, you know, dropped out or got termed or whatever it was. And the system wasn't keeping up. It was way, way, way months, months, months behind. So when you checked eligibility, you couldn't trust it, right? Um, so what that meant was then we basically had to do something very different, implement a very strange process. So we, once we had that data and we could show some of that, we went back to the client and said, okay, we're now getting some of these paid, but of course we had to make sure we didn't miss a timely filing limit. So it got really kind of tricky there because um, some of them were six months, some of them were you know other dates and so on because some of these were MCOs and so they weren't just governed by the state. Um, we went back to client, we worked on an arrangement where you know, we had to figure out, and of course we had screenshots to show all this stuff in addition to data um, to show them examples of, hey, here's where, uh, three days after it showed X and I was clearly wrong. Six months later, we got it paid with new insurance but in the date when we checked it and so on. So we created a whole new process um, for them where uh, we checked on them after a couple of days, submitted them, whatever got paid, got paid, but we didn't work anything for that class of payer. And then at a trigger point months later, we checked again and then updated insurance and resubmitted those a second time in order to get sort of a second wave of them completed. And we had a trigger in the system to make sure that we didn't miss timely filing limits. And again, it was definitely more work, but it was worth the dramatic amount of improvement in payments. And of course, then we didn't waste tons of resources just constantly fighting on individual claims that you know clearly weren't correct. We batched all of them and did those kind of things. So um, we ended up getting paid then for the additional work. We made more money, the client made more money, the client was satisfied because we'd solved the problems. But man, was it really rocky for eight or nine months and we just, everybody's pointing fingers, everybody's angry, but ultimately the data showed us that you know, with some new data fields, what was going on and allowed everybody to make a lot more money. So wish you the best of luck in solving some of these kind of problems.